what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to episode 13, volume 5 of The Fantasy Formula, your number one stop for all of your gambling and fantasy football needs. Last week of the regular season as the playoffs loom in front of us. I was trying to do that lamp, you know, the NFL films voice. That was not very did good. Did not I, hit it. That was not on point right there. But I do, I did dig a little bit of that day law right there, that old uh, school day That is old, you know. That's nice. That's that's kind of where we were at a couple weeks ago. I had sure. to bring it out. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. So, Hank, let's jump into it real quick. So, for me, fantasy-wise, you know, we've got one last week of the regular season. We jump right into the playoffs. In all three leagues of mine, I'm contending that my destiny lies in my own hands, similar to yours. Sure. If we win, we're in. If we lose in one of mine, I'm out. If I lose in the other two, I still have a possibility of making it. How about for you? I'm, you know, I'm only in one league. I'm going to make this simple. We are at the. I'm third, okay, and yes. I'm tied with another gentleman, your brother. Mm-hmm. And if we were both to win this week, I've beat him head to head twice, and we go head to head. You know, sure. you have to have some sort of um, way to determine tiebreaker. who's going to be the, you know, what's going to be the tiebreaker in. My bro- your brother and I have played twice. I've beat him twice. So if we end up tied, I'm in. Yeah. So if I lose next week and he wins, bad news for me. I see. If we both lose, I just need to win. And this is what you should just do. Win, hey, man. just win, baby. Just win. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, did you win? That's the question. <laughs> what did well, you do this week? And last, I'm telling you, dude. In our league, I was seven and one. All I really needed to do was get one more win. I've lost three in a row. Really? Yes. Now I'm reeling. This is in one Hickory League. The other Hickory League, I've lost. I was six and three. I've lost two in a row. Hey. And then in my Raleigh League, contending for the number one spot, and the number one spot in the Raleigh League gets half of the pot for the regular season. So you know the Super Bowl and regular season monies are divvied up yeah. separately. Yeah. So this was this big, big, and lost two in a row in this one. I am just I've, I've come on hard times here, but I really feel I saw my matchups. I've looked at them. I've done my research. I'm ready for this Sunday. You just pointed towards the wall. You just Babe Ruth this game. <laughs> Are you calling your shot here? Are we going to the playoff every league? We're going to the playoff every every league. I gar- I'm guaranteeing it, man. Oh. I'm feeling very very confident. My matchups, you know, because you want to you check out your matchups before. Absolutely. Right? So I'm ready to roll. My one dude I'm going against has got there's the buy teams this week. Hank, I want to say are Tennessee and uh, I can't remember the other team, but anyway, he had two or three starting players on. Tennessee and the other buy team. My internet's not coming up, so maybe if you get a chance sure. to look at it, see what the other buy team is, because that is breaking news. Oh, speaking of breaking news, Adrian Peterson, his run, he's back to practice, right? Running full sprints. Not going to play this week. Probably not going to play next week, but they said he would be available possibly week 15, 
or week 16, would you, if you had waiver priority, let's say three, would you try to pick up AP now and save him for that stretch run if you did make a run to the Super Bowl? Is I mean, it worth Is it worth it? Would it hurt you? Like if you had somebody on your bench that you're not going to use? Let's say you've got on your bench Devontae Parker, who's been playing pretty good, but pretty you haven't well. really been, been starting him much. Right. Would you do it? Would you cut him and go pick up AP just – it in really case. at this point it really depends on what you've got in your stable, you know? Right. Like if you had if, if you have Doug Martin, Melvin Gordon, uh Frank Gore. So you really wouldn't need Would you that. need another back? I guess what the reason you would do it is maybe to prevent someone else that you might come up against sure. from getting it. But you gotta have that spot on your roster or somebody to dump. Right. You know, and how about this? I've had this dude on my roster for all year, I've not start, haven't started in one time. Chris Hogan has been sitting on my bench. Hey, brother! <laughs> From week one, he's We're never better at that. Yes, he's never been inserted into my lineup. I have waiver priority one in in one of my leagues. Do I do it? If you're not going to use him, then do it. I know, but I just I don't believe. I mean, I believe in AP, but would I even start AP anyway? I'd probably not. Anyway, I just I, answer. I just answer. My I can't answer that question. Yeah, I just answer my question. So Hank. While you're looking up uh, who might be on by, let's talk a little bit of our wonderful th- about our wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. I'll start it off here, Hank Rooney. I went on a Thursday, traveled to my sister's house in Charlotte. We relived. My aunt was there. We relived the Yay. vomiting story. That was the first thing we talked about when we got there. So it was wonderful. Got to spend some time with my sister's in-laws, who are great, great people from Vash. Ty, North Carolina, it's like between Taylorsville and Statesville. It's in the hills and the rolling hills and valleys. And you could have told me that was in Singapore. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's just a real small little place between Stony Point. I know where Stony Point and is. And Hidden Night. I, I know where both those okay. are. So that's where this Vashti is. Anyway, he's a listener of the Fantasy Formula. Well, he says we do a great job. Thank you. So I got to visit with them. It was awesome. Ate way too much. And then after that, uh, we bedded down. Everybody took a little napsy. Woke up about three, cruised a high point. Got to do another one. Another Thanksgiving. Got to see all Jennifer's folks. And really got in like so at the first thanksgiving saw the first game that was the minnesota detroit not too many fireworks there um second game the dallas washington watched that in high point better game right and then the nightcap pittsburgh indianapolis watched that at jennifer's sister anyway three different spots three different football games thursday hank how about you how did it look for you Uh, i look great we went up to limville and it was beautiful up there you know when we got up there you can smell the smoke you know you go up through marion morgan and get up that way and you could smell the smoke and um you know it kind of there's incredible views up there right and we went hiking and i don't know if you've ever been up to rough ridge right on the um blue ridge parkway i don't know rough ridge it's got great views and it's towards south mountain okay. and you could really see the smoke and it was you know it really put the magnitude of what was going on down there mm-hmm. um you could smell it you could see it um really you know thank god for the rain today because hopefully that helped a little bit but sure. now you're starting to talk about gatlinburg and everything else so it was just kind of a somber time i really um, hope all those firefighters are doing well. And you could know, you are, see the fire at nighttime? Could you see like fi- the flame or light from the fire? No, it's okay. we're f- far enough away from it that we we couldn't see it. But uh, you could certainly see it when you were hiking. You could certainly smell it. Yeah. Um, but we were up in Linville. It was beautiful. Thanksgiving Day was 
60 degrees, 55, 60 degrees. We went hiking. Um, We only had to have one meal. My family eats every Sunday together. That's right. Right. We Mm -hmm. eat every Sunday. So Thanksgiving, although it's a wonderful holiday, my mom and dad are like, go do your own thing, you know, on the other side of the family. We do it all the time. So my mom and dad were here. We went up there. And so I, See, you've got the difference of knowing you got to eat three times. Yes. Right? So you got to like conserve energy. Absolutely. You got to figure it out. You pace yourself. You got to pace yourself. Yeah. I, on the other hand, have one <laughs> shot at it, and it's at 1 p.m. All yeah. right? So we go out and hike early, mm-hmm. try to burn off some calories, get some kids tired, everything like that. We get back, and you know my brother in law, he's neater. All right? Yeah. So he's about ready to put on the feed bag. Okay, so we get in line. We make sure everybody else gets their plate chock full of junk. Then we start then moseying go through. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I have not felt that bad at 3 p.m. in a long time. Long time. Oh. oh, my gosh. I tell you, it was, it was amazing that I didn't puke because it was terrible. That much consumption oh, of turkey. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. And we, I think you called it chick the fire chick the tie or whatever. Yeah, something like that. chick the fan The yes. turkey put us under. So yeah. we had a little CP time, got up, had leftovers. It was great. Had a great time. Do you drink alcoholic beverages at Thanksgiving? Uh, I've been known to yeah. have some. Did you consume this? Did this have anything to do with your gut bomb? No, no, okay, no, no, Okay, no, this no, is no, strictly no. a food bomb. This is food. Okay, yeah, got it. This is ingredients not having a good time together in your belly. Certainly. Yeah, certainly. how about you? Did you have a, a little... I consumed a few alcoholic beverages, but not a lot, because we had to drive. You know, we're driving right. from Charlotte to High Point, then from High Point to Thomasville and all over, all over the place. But on Friday... Uh-oh. What happens Friday? Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so a little old thing called... NC State versus Carolina was happening, you know, and that was a noon start. In Charlotte. No, no, this no. was in Chapel Hill, Chapel the game. Hill. Yeah. So, but I'm in High Point, and I just knew the game was coming on at 12. So I took my kids and my nieces to go see this movie called Trolls. Have you seen this movie yet? I have not seen it yet. It's fantastic. First I heard of all, this is Justin Timberlake. Justin, Center, right? Exactly. And I love Justin Timberlake, and he loves me. We've talked. And anyway, the soundtrack. Phenomenal, Hank. I'm talking about. I've been listening to by myself in the car. <laughs> Jennifer's like, Chad, dude, you got some issues because I can't get it out of my head. Right. Anyway, we go see Trolls. It winds up about one. We're done at one thirty. So in the movie, I'm checking my phone and I'm like, dude, state's up twenty one zip right now. This is crazy because I thought they were going to get their doors blown off and should have probably so. So we get back to the house. It's one thirty. It's halftime. Might as well start drinking, Hank. Might as well. Might as well start Might as drinking. Well. So mix a little bourbon. We go to the basement. My brother-in-law has this awesome house, this basement, man's land galore. This is the stuff he's got in there. He's got foosball. He's got pool, a pool table. He's got one of those old desktop video games that's got Frogger and Centipede and Miss Pac-Man and Dig Dug and Galaga. 60 different games. Oh, this guy's a hero. I'm talking about even that old school game called Burger Time. I don't, don't know. Don't, don't you know do what, that to Burger Time. You know what, but it's money, right? It's money. Burger Time is on this thing. You've got oh. Joust. I'm every, sure. Dig Dug. Dig, of course. Dig Dug 1, 2, did you know they even made a three? Dig Dug three. Joust is incredible. It's phenomenal. Dig Dug, can I tell you something the other day? Please. Charlie Zagaroli and I, for our listeners out there, just want to get a burn <laughs> on some dude. We went and I met him for dinner one day because yeah. his family was out of town. And uh, we met at Bootleggers and they have a similar game. It's got multiple 
you where? know where is this it's in the new section of bootleggers oh my god how did okay? I miss this so yeah. they have Dig Dug and I was like dude let's play this let's go of course so we get in there and I'm like Charlie come on you go go ahead first dude gets in there and it is like brushing your teeth with your left hand right <laughs> he had no idea what was going on Dig Dug had Dig he never Dug. played it before never played it before what in the world so I get on I was like scoot over my yeah, gosh you're, please. You're, this is embarrassing this, this is embarrassing so he ends up after the game looks at me square in the face, turned around and he goes, I've never played Dig Dug. <laughs> <laughs> so Charlie Zagaroli, go get you a Dig Dug game. Get back oh, after it, brother. Yes, sir, buddy. Good Lord. I don't know anybody that hadn't played Dig Dug. Not nah, me either. You but know? hey, that looks, hey, I'm excited about it. Was if I ever get invited to your brother in law, I'm going. Phenomenal play. So he's got a big screen TV and the little TV set up on the big screen TV. So you've got multiple games going on. Plus, he's got one of those touch, uh, what are they called? Mega touches. This is in one room. This is unbelievable. So anyway, you can just imagine. Todd is actually at work. It was Friday. He had to work. Julie, his Good. Uh, Jennifer's sister, is upstairs putting Christmas decorations up. And Jennifer is with her mama shopping. So it's just me. And she, they got the kids. It's just me in this man's land with the Carolina State game. Oh, Dude, I'm a, my thumb and fingers were so sore from playing Galaga. Beep, 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 beep. I mean, you know, I am just... For three solid hours, nobody around me except the game, this bourbon drinking, Galaga, Dig Dug, et cetera. Joust. So, joust. Anyway, so phenomenal time. Awesome. So, yeah, so that was Friday. And then we tend to play, you know, we would, when he got home, we ate a bunch of pizza and then we watched every game because, you know, you had basketball tournaments on until 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. We watched all those. So then we wake up Saturday, Hank. The fun's just beginning. We all pile in the car. We go to NC State where my Two little girls have never really been on campus. We've been to a football game and a basketball game, but we show them all stomping ground. So Jennifer showed my girls where her dorm was. I showed them where my astronomy class was. So we just walked around campus. Great, great time. Cool. Have you had a chance to do that I have. on Elon's campus? I yet? have with Harris. Did he – was he proud? Like, did he care? Well, you know, he says he wants to go to both yeah. schools. And so, you know, the good thing is, is it kind of like humanizes the – the place like I lived here and it's right. like, you know, my dad lived there, yes. my mom lived there. Yes. And so it is pretty cool to show them that. But, you know, I don't think that they really understand the living, you know, the part of it, because the other day Harris was talking to me and he's like, do I get to, I get to come home. Right. Right. And I'm like, sure. Like once or twice a year. And he's like, yeah, I'm not sure about this. My kids had that same reaction. That's asked the exact same question. So when do you come pick us up? And I'm like, we don't pick you up. You live here. We live where? You live in this dorm. Right. So, yeah, they thought you drop them off. They go to school, hang out in the dorm for a little bit, and we pick them up and drive them back to Hickory every day. You know, that's not how it goes. But they'll get, they'll learn about it, Hank, soon enough. Let's don't push, push them on to college yet. Lord, man. no. Let's hang on tight, as tight as we can. So, anyway, after the campus, we ate dinner or ate lunch at this place in Raleigh's world-renowned called Players Retreat. Phenomenal food, all red and white in there. It's just a great NC State place to go. And then we went to the basketball game. And state is the has always been the laughing style. Everybody, you know, feels bad for state fans because we put up with a bunch of bull because we stink. You do, yes. I mean, you're a Carolina fan. You know all about it. This year, we're young, but we got talent. I mean, we have a little point guard named Dennis Smith. Scored thirty and had like twelve boards. He reminds me of Jason Williams. Remember the Duke guard yeah when he was a freshman he was kind of big and he could just knock muscle people out of the way mm -hmm. and quick this dude is just like him then we've got a couple other bigs that we're just real young and raw so we'll have some growing pains but 
Come ACC time, I think we'll do some shocking of the world, hopefully to them tar holes. Well, I got to tell you, let me let me just jump in here. Come right on now. in. Because Water's when they fine. talk about when they yeah, when they talk about teams and being at the top of the game, I think there's two ACC teams that they talk about and then Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm completely fine with you staring me in the face right yes. now like you are <laughs> yes. and telling me that it's going to be a shocking of the world <laughs> in ACC because I'm I'm going to let you just eat your words and the people of the podcast that are listening mm-hmm. to this right now are going to mock you in the street <laughs> and laugh in your face and I can't wait to see it. Well, bring it on because it will be a different story this year come in about a couple I think they play well, I will wait till after the new year and we'll see how things are looking. Hear that was my knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> it was. Um, so anyway, that, that that was you know that was the afternoon on Saturday. After the game, we go straight to the Forty Second Street Oyster Bar, where my friend and your friend Hunter Carell runs the show, and he set us up best table in the house. My girls got to eat crab legs and oysters and clams, and got dessert and. It was a time. I'm sure. And then at 10 o'clock, they went home. The kids went home with Jennifer and Margaret. And then Hunter and I stayed for the best 90s band in all of North Carolina, played at the Oyster Bar, and they were something else. Who was this band? I can't re- remember their name. <laughs> I cannot I, remember the band. I know they sounded good, though, so we got to listen like to them what for What kind of music were they so, playing? Like 90s stuff. I remember hearing a little um, Goo Goo Dolls. Sure. I heard some... Counting Crows, that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, so it was really awesome. Hootie. Nostalgic. Hootie, of course, they were playing some Hootie. Right. And the girl singer was phenomenal. Not only did she, she was beautiful. Right. But her voice was like an angel. Like an angel. Yeah, and so. How many drinks best. did you have that day? A lot, friend. <laughs> a lot. So it was a great, great time uh, on that adventure we had. And uh, now we're back into the real world, Hank. And what we're really back into is last week of fantasy football. Before we move on. You were bragging a little bit about how great your 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 prognostication, your <clears throat> betting, or you know your yeah. picking of games. Yeah, tell us a little bit how you did last week. Well, this is very indicative of the my entire year. I'm sure that the entire year, if we were pulling these each week, which a good friend of ours, Paul, really made some criticism about us not doing this. He was like, you know, you you say these are the bets you're making, and then you don't follow up on how you do, right. and we win them. We just win. We know we win them, right? Winners. We are winners. So, um, actually, I went back and I looked at this week, and um, it went pretty good. What's pretty good to you, Hank? Uh, ten wins. All what? right? Ten wins, two losses. Now, there were really five losses here. <laughs> okay? But let me, let me just go on and talk to you a little bit. Talk to me. Anybody that knows gambling knows that the hook – will set you free, right? (laughs) So for those that don't know what the hook is, if it's the point spread is seven and they put tack that little half on there, that little half, and they lose by seven, the hook got you. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. So what? anytime you have that seven and a half, three and a half, you bet that off. You can add a little bit more money, bet that off. No doubt in my mind we bet off Three and a half and seven and a half. All day. Absolutely. Right. So if you take those off, I think we're 13 and two. Good Lord. That's an unbelievable Quite a number. run. I mean, you know, a, good, a professional gambler, Hank, at 52% is happy 
Right. 52%. You just went like 80-some percent right there. Do you know how many weeks I was at 11, though? I'm sure. <laughs> you know, like, that's, I, you know, it all evens out in the end, yeah, right? I, yeah. I, I'm sure a lot of bravado right here, but I'm sure that these picks aren't so great at the beginning of the year. So. Well, it, it's a good weekend. Thanksgiving holiday weekend for you to have a good run. That might be one of the best weekends of the year because you're watching all of them, you yeah. know? And you've got a little bit more time to maybe wager instead of all have to crush it all in on Sunday. They're spread out three on Thursday. You've got some on Sunday. You got Monday. So good week to go 13 and three, sir. Isn't it? Yes, sir. Isn't it? I felt great about it. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, it's just going to keep on moving down the road. I hope so. Well, we'll tell the audience here who we like for week 13. But before we do, Hank, I've got to get my Christmas tree today. Okay. And so a lot of options, artificial. Sure. Go to the mountains, cut your own. Cruise to a uh, parking lot where the old Blockbuster used to be. They got a ton of trees. They there. got lots of stuff there. Denver Vance. Fake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could go with a fake tree. Yeah, go art- Lowe's. That's the, one, the artificial one. You know, we've, uh, there's a lot of options. So we were told today by our neighbors, we got the new tree lot. This is the tree lot you got to go to. So I'm going to give you this little bit of info. They said, first, very clean. Very clean. <laughs> Very clean lot, okay? Because yeah. sometimes you will wander onto one lot and you're scared to walk around this tree because you don't know what's going to pop out and get you. I, I understand that, yeah. <laughs> so, well-lit, clean lot. <laughs> Two, they take credit cards. Uh, that's huge. That's pretty massive that's because huge. normally you're writing a check or you're coming off the pocket with cash. Yeah, that's huge. Third, and I don't know how they – I don't know if they've got one of those sites you go online to compare Christmas tree lots, but they said the best deal in town. So, let's – Let's go back. I'm calling BS on that set. <laughs> exactly. I'm going. I'm going to call BS on that set. That's the best deal in town. Best deal in town. Yeah, I think all eight footer, footers are fifty five bucks, sixty bucks. I don't know exactly. So that's pretty strong. Well lit. Credit card. Clean. Clean. Yeah. Clean. Well lit. Credit cards. Best deal in town. Best so deal in town. I'm checking it out after basketball practice. We're going to go there. It's called. It's at the Bell Hollow Shopping Center. Which is over there across from the Publix, you know, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Hickory Tavern and all that stuff, yeah. um, called Guthrie's. I've always been a Denver Vance kind of guy. That's where I've always gone. Yeah, I like Denver Vance. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to give it a try. So next week, I'll let you know how it goes. Have you got your tree yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're already locked and loaded. It's, it's tradition. It's up, baby. So our tradition is, is in Linville, we've had that, we've been in Linville the last three years for Thanksgiving. We wake up early on Friday mm-hmm. and we go get our tree. And so there is a place called Sam's nursery. It has a monster truck out front, <laughs> right? With, uh, the, what's a guy coyote. And not, yeah. I don't know. Wiley coyote. No, it's somebody's, and so this big, uh, this Bigfoot is sitting out there <laughs> and you know, I've got a seven year old boy. Oh, Why would he not want to be sure. over there? So we've done it the last three years, but we get there about 9am. Okay. Sometimes it's freezing. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's 60 degrees like it was today or it was this Friday. Yeah. So they put you on a hayride. They ride you up there and it's all nice and you get to pick out your tree and we picked ours out and we cut it down. But you know what I, f- I found out to be interesting is they must have, had a trouble, must have had trouble selling trees last year. Hmm. The reason why I say that is they have an abundance of very big trees, okay? Yeah. Like 15, 16, 17 footers. Whoa. And what they have done is they have cut all the limbs on the bottom. So it's 
eight feet from the top down and then they'll cut right there. And so they'll leave the trunk that's six feet. I see. Right. And so you walk through and you've got a bunch of eight foot trees, four feet over your head. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah. And it looks more like a bush, but you realize (laughs) that they're trying to get rid of these things. Are they slashing prices on the 15 footers with the four foot trunk? We refuse to look at those trees. (laughs) Those are mutant trees. We refuse to look at those trees. So we ended up finding one that a guy looked at it, didn't have a tag on it. So blue ribbon means eight feet. We look at it and I'm like, this looks like a pretty good tree. I like this tree. Is this eight foot? He, he steps back, eyeballs it, goes eight foot, <laughs> right? We didn't die. This guy, tree guy, right? He knows his stuff. Yeah, sure. He knows his stuff. I felt like Christmas vacation when we <laughs> opened that thing up in our living room. You know, a lot of sap, really full. It was much bigger than we anticipated. Oh. Had to cut a lot off the bottom to get it in the house and get it right. But uh, we ended up uh, finding the one we wanted. Now, let me tell you something. I'm going to give a little endorsement to Sam's. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have a store off of it called Christie's, I believe. Mm. Okay. And if you go in there and you have a yeast roll, one of their yeast rolls, you will drive. I would, I would hug a shark for another one of those <laughs> things. I can tell you those rolls are incredible. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. Reagan we were getting ready to leave, and she was like, we're getting more of these. Let's get Six of them. Wow. You yeah. just bring them down and get it, enjoy them. Oh, my the gosh. They're incredible. Oh, so fantastic. if you go to Sam's, take a little pit stop in Christie's. Good information there, Hank. Good information. But we're up and running. We've got all our ornaments on, lights on. And loaded. We are done. We, we need nothing more with our tree. Yeah, wonderful. Good luck on your tree, though. Thank you. It should be a lot of fun. And speaking of trees, just when you referenced the Christmas store or Christmas carol or whatever, Christmas vacation just a second ago, it reminded me of the story. So my, I was Thanksgiving lunch with my sister and her, they're newlyweds. They've been married a year. So I haven't really gotten to know his side of the family. We, I met them at the wedding and I've seen them here and there, but not too many places but we're sitting around eating thanksgiving dinner and my little girl dressed up like a flying squirrel for halloween yeah so we're flipping through pictures and they're like oh that's cute and the grandma of bradley that's meredith's husband you know she's good old lady from the mountains of north carolina she said let me tell you something about flying squirrels Uh-oh. she said i got bit by one <laughs> and we're like what and she said yes we got a christmas tree from the mountains and they were putting decorations on it just like that movie, Christmas oh, Vacation. Yeah. A squirrel jumped out and bit her. Can you believe this? Oh, That's ridiculous. Because <laughs> she didn't say anything. The whole, we were eating, you know, we were visiting. This is the first words that she utters is, let me tell you something about my squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite scenes in Christmas Vacation. Oh, it's everybody's favorite. I use that line all the time when the, oh. when the old guy says, she says, I hear that squeaking noise. And he's like, you could near a dump truck driving through a nitroglycerin plant. I love that one, man. Yes, what a classic movie. But anyway, I just got the biggest tickle out of that. Like eight words, and those were the words she spoke. But anyway, it was great to, uh, spending time with family on Thanksgiving. I'm sure you enjoyed Always it as is. well, Hank. It's just one of the best holidays ever. It's the best, Jerry. <laughs> yes, it is. Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we're the co-host of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on TheMesh.TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, Well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line.
So without any further ado, let's jump right into the Fantasy 45, fastest 45 seconds, Fantasy Football. And hey, like we said, this is it. This is for all the marbles. So if we can give you any hints on who to start, who to sit, we're going to try to give it to you today and today only, Hey, because this is it, buddy. Let's go get it done. Let's get it done. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right, first up, this is a pretty good game, Thursday night football. We've got the Dallas Cowboys, who are 10-1 and one against the Minnesota Vikings, Hank, who are, you know, still reeling after that great start. Now they finally come back to earth. We talked about the AP thing. You know, he's not going to be back. He's on your waiver wire. I say no, get him. You say maybe get him if you've got the room. Bradford, I hear, is a little, a little banged up as well for the Vikings this week. Dallas looks unstoppable right now. If you were to have a choice between Dak Prescott, let's say you've got both of these guys on your bench, Matt Stafford and Dak Prescott, who are you going to start in this quarterback role this week? That is a tough one. Um, I still would probably do Matt Stafford. I think he's a better fantasy option because he's going to the air. If he's in trouble, he's going to the air. He doesn't have the option of his feet, really. Yeah. Um, so I'd go with Stafford. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll talk about that game a little bit. Would it change your mind if I said they, Detroit was playing New Orleans? Uh, no, we'd, still, no. We'd, we'd much rather go with Stafford. Yeah, because then. it's yeah. going to be a showdown. Yeah, no doubt about it. So Zeke Elliott hopefully will get his on the ground. I project at least 100 yards for him. For him. Vegas right now has Dallas as a three-and-a-half-point favorite, total 43-and-a-half. You know – I don't think Minnesota really is back on track yet. Their defense, their defense is is going to be able to make it back, but their offense, I mean, Bradford stinks. He stinks, yeah. man. So I, I I think that there's they're not going to be able to stop Dallas. So I would take Dallas. I like Dallas too, Hank, especially at three and a half. Minnesota with the Bradford potential injury. Stephon Diggs didn't play last week. He practiced it today in a limited basis, so you got to keep your eye on him. If they don't have Bradford, nor if Diggs can't play, who the hell is going to get it? Who's going to do anything for them offensively? No one. No one. Yeah, so let's move on. Dallas, minus the three and a half. I'm going to lean under the 44. Next up, one o'clock kick. Sunday coming at you. Denver at Jacksonville. Denver lost the last game against Kansas City. Booker, their running back, finally kind of got back on track, and Emmanuel Sanders had a monster day, especially fantasy-wise. Over 100 yards looked great. Can Denver get it done at Jacksonville? Number, Vegas has Denver a five-point favorite, total 42. I do. I do think that they will because I think Jacksonville is that bad. I mean, we've talked about them all year, yeah. and they, you only – Jacksonville plays worse every week, I feel like. And I do feel like if you see the wide receivers, when they're getting balls thrown past them and it's not a good thing, they're starting to get a little bit upset. Nobody likes losing. Right. You can see that everywhere. Nobody likes losing. And it's only going to take its toll on this team. Do you trust, and this is kind of a fantasy-relevant re question here, um, you know, we've talked about Allen Robinson several weeks. You know, he, he came back. He was drafted first round. He had a pretty good start to the season, kind of disappeared, came back, and now he's disappeared again. I think he had one fantasy point last week against a tough, tough Denver D. Would you sit in Allen Robinson for someone like, let's say – T.Y.? Well, no, nah, because that's probably not a good – Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt for the Rams has actually been okay. He's having golf looks to him. Right. Would you sit an Allen Robinson for a Kenny Britt at this stage of the game? With last week, you got to win to go to the playoffs. Well, you know, golf looked pretty good last he week. Did. So I mean, he did. you know, you could hear the wind blowing through his head, but um, <laughs> he uh, he looked pretty good. The only thing that you know, it's hard, and I talk about this 
all the time with you know guys that are playing fantasy football. You have to dance with who you brought yeah. sometimes, and it's hard to do that. It is. You know, it's hard not to stop start him. So I would continue to do it. It's a, you know it, your first round draft pick. You got to put him in flex, or you got to put him somewhere. Yeah, and you think about it too. Jacksonville at home. Allen Robinson. God. Bortles is going – Hearns is hurt now. Bortles got to go somewhere. somewhere. They can't run the ball. And Allen Robinson is a premier talent, so I'm with you, man. Don't give up on him yet, right? One Don't more Don't give game. up on Come him on. yet. Come on, buddy. You can do it for one game. Next up, Kansas City travels to Hotlanta. Hotlanta leads the NFC South right now, and Vegas likes him a lot at home. Atlanta, minus four. 49 total against a hot, hot Kansas City te- City Chiefs team as well, Hank. Yeah, Kansas City's defense is so much better than I thought it was. Yep. I mean, you know, watching them play, they're a lot better than I thought. But I think that Atlanta has too many weapons. I mean, Jones didn't even get involved this week. Dude, he had less than 30 yards receiving, I, I know, think. he didn't even get involved. And if they need him to get involved, he will. So I still like Atlanta against Kansas City. Yeah, keep your eyes on Jeremy Macklin, too. He's been hurt three weeks in a row, and it doesn't look like he's going to suit up again this week. Uh, He's not listed as inactive, but he's listed as doubtful. I don't know if you would start him anyway right now with three weeks on the shelf because of a groin. Probably be tough to come back from. But that little receiver that kind of took his place, I want to say it was Hill. You got your thing up? Uh, Kansas City Chief, he had – he set a record. So no player has done this since Gale Sayers. He had a receiving touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and a punt return for a touchdown all in the same oh, game. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's yeah, his yeah, name? Yeah. He's a, it is Hill. Hill, yeah. yeah. So he's on your waiver wire, I guarantee it. If you need a flex spot, I'm not saying he's going to redo what he just did against the Denver Broncos this week, but if he's available and let's say you're stuck between, I don't know, you've got uh, – T.J. Yeldon or Chris Ivory, and you're like, pick up Hill. Maybe you slide him into your flex. Uh, Because against that Atlanta defense, he might be able to do some damage. So, Hank likes Atlanta at home. Yep. And I will lean under that total. I like Atlanta at home, too. Atlanta's a good team at home, under 49.5. Hey, that 3.5, by the – Yeah, by that hook. By by that hook. hook. Bet it down, bet it down. Uh, uh, Also, Cleveland is off with Tennessee. They're the bye team. Cleveland. Okay. Thank so, God. Ter- Nobody's changing their lineup now. <laughs> Terrell Pryor. He might have been. He a, might have been. Might, that's about it. Next up, Houston travels to Green Bay. Green Bay finally looking like the Green Bay we anticipated. Aaron Rodgers had a huge night. Went up against Aaron Rodgers in two leagues. I was up 34. He got 36. So I, that's how I lost one league. Oh, oh horrendous. Um, as we mentioned, he's looking better. Devontae Adams to me. You know, he's the wide receiver for Green Bay. His third year, he's got all the tools to be the Did next superstar. Did you see superstar. him fight within the, the last 10 yards on that catch? He didn't make it in the end zone, but he was stiff-arming. He was Jesus. grinding for those last 10 yards. Aaron Rodgers at the beginning of the year told the whole, all the media, they were like, look, watch out for this dude. This dude has all the intangibles to be special, and now he is actually proven it, Hank. It looked really great last night. Houston, on the other hand, looking like – Brock Osweiler could be the worst free agent pickup, maybe in of all time. Yeah, they need to cut bait on that guy, dude. He three picks, so they give him seventy five million dollars for like seven touchdowns and fourteen picks so far. Call they, me all bust all the way to the bank. Yeah, good gracious. Yeah, definitely cut 
cut ties with him. Green Bay at Lambeau, five-and-a-half-point favorite, total 45-and-a-half. I think we just solidified that Houston isn't going to be able to score enough on Green Bay. And Green Bay looked good. Like you said, man, that guy is ready to he, – he looked confident, but he looked a little banged up. I mean, did you see him having get help himself off the ground and he was keeping his legs straight and everything? Said, that's the only thing that's scary. Yep, they said he tweaked his hamstring. He said he's going to be okay to play, but anytime you start messing with hamstrings and stuff, yeah. especially a mobile quarterback, is that who we're talking about? Or are you talking about Devontae Adams? No, I'm talking about Yeah, Rodgers. Um, he said he'll be able to play, but I don't know. Keep your eye on him because if Rodgers can't move around, that really hurts his game, especially right. fantasy-wise. But if he's healthy, I like them with six, by six. Me too. Next up, Philadelphia just travels to Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, probably one of the top worst five teams in the league, right? What has happened to them? They are they're falling apart, Hank. You lose a weapon like that, though, and there's no there's you know defenses would be like, all right, if Green gets it, we're screwed. Right now, they don't even have that. They don't have to worry about that anymore, and don't have to worry about Giovanni Bernard coming out of the backfield to bust you up. They have to worry about Jeremy Hill, Tyler, Tyler Eifert. Eifert. He's the best receiver on their field. Right, because you got Tyler Boyd and then Brandon LaFell, your other receivers. So, not good, Cincy. Philadelphia on the road is a one and a half point favorite, total 42. Uh, Without a doubt, Philadelphia's playing pretty good. I I mean, when I was watching them, I love Darren Sproles. I yeah, do love he's Sproles. He's awesome to watch. He's awesome. And they were moving the ball. And Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than we gave him credit for. Absolutely. So I'm going to t- – listen, I'm going to make a heartfelt apology to the Philadelphia fans from earlier in the year when we <laughs> called this team an absolute dumpster fire. Yes. But they're bad. Jacksonville's worse. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. But they're bad. But they're not the worst. They're so congratulations, worst, yes. Philadelphia. Congratulations on not being the last worst place team, right? <laughs> um, You're not the biggest loser. <laughs> right. They, Philadelphia has lost four in a row, but they, they've got signs of life. I like Philadelphia in this contest, Hank. How about you? I do. Minus the one and a half on the road, leaning under the total 42. Next up, Detroit travels to New Orleans. Drew Brees, who you better send him a damn thank you note or something. How many touchdowns did he get you? He got four touchdowns, and he rushed a touchdown. <laughs> I had Willie Sneed, and he threw a 50-yard touchdown. So the Saints on your team, what did they? how many points did they give you last week? Uh, that uh, would have to be like 50 points. Okay, well, let me look at the sauce balls Let's over here it. and just Let's see what I got it. here. Okay, so um, Willie Sneed had 14.7. Okay. And Drew Brees had 44.5. So 58-some points. It, good Lord. Out of 135, it wasn't all of it. Oh, Come on, give my boy some credit. The whole team is the Saints. Um, I thought this was interesting. So I was contemplating whether to start Mark Ingram and because, you know, he had the concussion. So I didn't start him in two leagues. And he scored 38. Yep. But I put Brandon Cooks in there. And he scored zero. <laughs> How does Brandon Cooks with the Saints score 42 points or maybe more? Was he there? He played. <laughs> and he had a zero. How is this? Explain this to me. He's a decoy. I that guess. Game. So, you know what this means? You All you Brandon Cooks owners out there. They, Freak out. You, you know what I'm saying? And that how it normally happens. In it the does NFL. happen that way. A dude gets zero or one or two points in the next week. Booyah. It's on. So I will be starting Brandon Cooks this week against a sad, poorly, poorly defended defense. Does that even make sense? A bad defense. New Orleans. They're pretty, pretty terrible. So I'm going to go. I like the Saints at home, too. 
five and a half. I'm going to go over the total 53 and a half. What say you, Hank? I say the exact same thing. And if that total was 60, I'd take it yeah. because they are ready to play in the dome. Let's do it. Like it, Hank. Like it. Next up, one o'clock kick. San Francisco travels. It's getting to- worse, by the way. <laughs> Do you know where that started from and it's just kind of morphed into what it is now? There used to be a commercial called San Francisco that it, it was rice a Yeah, yeah remember? The San, the San Francisco, Francisco treat. treat. Right. But yeah. they never had that like San gob- Francisco. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's terrible. It's like a gobbler neck. I don't know what that is. Like that lady from uh, Ungolden Pond. Yes, exactly. San Francisco at Chicago. Jay Cutler out. He's done. He's this actually his last day for the Bears. You know, he he will never play there again. Thank God. Yep. Um, San Francisco. Colin, question about Colin Kaepernick. You know what he did last week, fantasy wise? Two ninety some, three touchdowns, rushed for a hundred and ten. Where do you? Is he a starting fantasy quarterback in a league of twelve? No. No. Would you take? I think his team sucks. And this isn't about. This is this is nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick. Okay, this has nothing to do with him. You know, we talked about what his off-field stuff is. Um, I just you, it's hard to put somebody in that their team sucks, and he's running for his life. Obviously, he got a hundred yards. Yeah, but you know, you can't do that. He had a good game in spite of his bad team. Right. That won't happen every week. But can it happen? I need one week. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying what to get to the playoffs. Be? I'm trying to get into the playoffs against a Chicago defense. Okay, would you rather have Kaepernick or? Tannehill. Tannehill going against Baltimore. Oh, God. Can I, can I get somebody hold off waivers? <laughs> Kaepernick against Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. Kaepernick against Jameis Winston. Oh, gosh. See? See? Maybe Kaepernick. Kaepernick against Eli. I don't like this game. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to pick Kaepernick every time. I'm telling you. Eli. Eli? Kaepernick against, well, I was going to say Fitzpatrick, but that's not even a question anymore. <laughs> uh, last one, Kaepernick against Flacco. Probably Kaepernick because yes. they're going to be from behind. It, He's going to have to toss. And it's not real football. We're talking about fantasy football. Right. We need points, Hank. We need rushing yards. We need passing yards. We need touchdowns. Pick rushing, him up. Passing. Pick him up. And then when we play in the playoffs, you prove a point by starting him. Well, Okay. I've got Luck and Tanny Hill on my team. That's what I – right? Luck coming off a concussion. They're playing against a good Jets defense. Tanny Hill, I'm cutting. Even though he had a great game last week, I was going to put Kaepernick in his spot and possibly start him against Chicago. I'm thinking about that. I'm realistically thinking about that. Right? How <laughs> <laughs> silent it was over there. He just looked at me with like, are you out of your mind? Hey, go right ahead. Yeah, thank go you. Go right ahead. Thanks for making me feel better about that. San Francisco, a two and a half point dog on the road. Hank, 43 and a half. I'm going to take San Francisco. I, I, I think Chicago is brutal. Which means you like Kaepernick this week. I, <laughs> they'll score four and <laughs> Chicago won't score. Right on. Perfect. I like a little San Francisco on the road, too. And I'm going to lean. I'm going to go over the total. Matt Barkley played for Chicago last week. He actually threw three touchdowns. I couldn't believe it. Matt Bar- Matt Barkley or Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> <laughs> Kaepernick. There you go. There you go, Hank. All right. Next up, 1 o'clock kick. Los Angeles Rams at the New England Patriots. Big fantasy news here. Rob Gronkowski goes out again. Wow. You know, he has played less than 50% of the games this year. It's unbelievable. It doesn't, I, but it doesn't like I. If you're a Martellus Bennett fan, that hadn't helped you, right? Because they're not giving him the ball either, right? Never. Because I mean, he's he's a great 
blocking Locker. tight end. Yeah, he is. Um, so Rob Gronkowski, as we mentioned, questionable. Does this turn into the Edelman show? Do we see Bennett get any carries? Does it turn into a Legarrette Blunt show just all day? Chris all Hogan. The- Chris Hey, brother. There you go. There you go. Vegas got it set at 13 and a half. New England as a favorite. Total 44 and a half. Can they get it done again? Yeah. I think that Los Angeles proved that they can score, so I'll probably take the over in this game. I kind of like that, too. I kind of like the over. Yeah. But um, that's a big number, 13 and a half. And I'm going to take L.A. They got their butt kicked last week, and they're not going to like that. Just like we said about the Brandon Cooks thing, the way NFL football works, if you look bad one week, you work on it in practice, you look better the next. I like a little L.A. too, especially if that number is 13 and a half and we can buy it up to get two full touchdowns. The hook, that's all day long, Hank. We're going L.A., buy the hook, buy it up to 14, under. I'm going over 45. Sorry about that. Miami next at Baltimore. Baltimore. Let's look, think about the weapons for Baltimore. Steve Smith. He's actually on waiver wires. I don't know if you know that. He's sitting on one of the waiver wires. He's actually pretty dang good recently. Mike Wallace, the other receiver on the other end. Terrence West, running back, Baltimore, at home, seems to run pretty damn hard. Not as good as Jay Ajayi for the Miami Dolphins, who's looking to continue his – man, I, I think he's a pro bowler this year. He's had a great hell of a last part of the year. Can Miami, who've won five straight, Hank, go on the road and defeat Baltimore? Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite total – 41. I think Miami's going to go in there and win. I think they're going to go in there and win. I think that they are a a hungry team and Steve Smith's the only one that's got any heart to him. Yeah. I think they I think they beat Baltimore. On the Miami side, fantasy-wise, you know, you're definitely going to start at Jay Ajayi. You know, Devontae Parker has been kind of coming on three touchdowns in his last three games. Do you fit throw him in as a flex? I think he's he's turned into a better option, but yeah. Landry who would you choose if you had both your, you know, which one would you would prefer to have? Probably Parker. Parker's more of a touchdown threat. Landry catch more balls. He doesn't get possession in the end zone receiver, much. But yeah, right. possession. But you know, do do you know JJ is seventh in the league in rushing? Is that right? Seventh and he at the beginning of the year didn't even get on the plane. Remember that yeah. story? They didn't even bring him to travel to the game. Yeah, and you know, like McCoy's underneath him, Devontae Freeman, Mark Ingram. Wow. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell, but you know why he's on there. Sure. Frank Gore. All of them are below him. Unbelievable. Um to back you up, too, I like Miami. They're on a run. This is the one thing they say about runs or streaks. Don't ever buck the streak. Miami's on a roll right now. I ain't bucking it, dude. Let's roll them till they can't roll no more. Miami plus my – oh, they're a three-point favorite, too, on the road. No, I'm sorry. They're a dog. So they're catching. I like that even better now. So we'll go Miami plus the three, three-and-a-half. I'm going to go lean under the 41. Next up, here come the four o'clock games. Buffalo at Oakland. Man. Did you watch Oakland against the Panthers and Derek Carr's little pinky? Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, man. Ooh. It looked like it was painful. And, you know, I like both those teams. I wanted to see Carolina get back on track. I did too. But, you know, if they would have won that game, that put them at five and six, I think. Would that have been their record? Or maybe five and seven? Anyway, that would have been a big win yeah, on the road. Have. Then they've got Seattle. They'd have to go travel to Seattle this week. But that could have kind of helped turn things around. Because right now, if you read the papers, dude, everybody's down on the poor Panthers these days down here. Um, Buffalo at Oakland. Oakland, a three-point favorite. Derek Carr is probable. Even though his pinky was dislocated, he will play this game. Um, total, 49 and a half. That guy's going to be out on that field because he's a soldier, and they're going to win. I like 
Buffalo's makeup, but I don't think they got anything for uh, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders look like a team on a mission. I like Oakland minus the three here as well. That total, 49 and a half. Do you think it will reach that total fantasy-wise? It's no. important to know. I don't, I don't think so. I don't either. think Buffalo can score that much. Yeah. Do you know uh, Sammy Watkins? He got a play last week. He's back. He had a 80, long bomb. Yeah. He had 80 yards receiving. This is a good this or that. So, Sammy Watkins, I know he's available on one of my waiver wires. I think he's gobbled up on the other two. But if I have someone like Chris Hogan. Hey, brother. Would you drop a Chris Hogan now to pick up Sammy Watkins for on potential? You know, yes. Sammy? Yes. Yes. If you're never going to start Hogan, yeah. especially, right. absolutely go get Watkins. Because it looks like he it looks like he's he's back going to get the ball. You know, I, I was reading before I came in here today, Hank, Sammy Watkins, they're they are they are on a uh snap count on him. He's only he only got twenty two snaps. Mm-hmm. But he told the coach after the game, he was like, Man, give me more. I'm ready. Cause I, he ain't played all year. He said, Give me more. Give me thirty five, forty. I can do it. So let's see if he does get a bigger snap count this week. And if so, look for more fantasy numbers by Sammy Watkins. I'm gonna take Oakland minus the three and under forty nine and a half. Next up, 425 kick. Tampa Bay travels to San Diego. San Diego, a four-and-a-half-point favorite coming off the win last week. Tampa Bay coming off a big, big win against Seattle, which normally means, especially a young team like that, when you come off a big, big win and then you're traveling across the whole country, you're going down. This could be the lock of the week, Hank. Um, San Diego, minus three-and-a-half. Total 47. Yeah, because those guys on San Diego right now, Melvin Gordon and Phillip Rivers, are just playing so consistent. Mm-hmm. I, they're going to get theirs. And I, I agree with you what you said about them coming across the country after a big win. There's no doubt in my mind San Diego wins. Absolutely. I completely agree. We're going to take San Diego for the lock of the week. San Diego minus the four. And I will lean under the total 47 and a half. Next up, we're going to Arizona, where the Arizona Cardinals will play host to the Washington Redskins. Washington. They look like they are legit, though. I know they got beat by Dallas last weekend, but their offense looks to be in good shape. Their defense is better than it has been. Big news here, Jordan Reese, grade three separated shoulder. That doesn't sound good, even though he played through it last week. Did you see where he went down with the injury? I did. And then the second half, he still went ape. You know, he was incredible. He was going nuts out there with a grade three separated shoulder. So, anyway, I doubt he'll play this week, so keep your eyes on him. If not, Vernon Davis is your replacement tight end. I know he's on waiver wire, so actually he's on Will's team. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Washington on the road, two-and-a-half point dog at Arizona, total 49-and-a-half. I'm going to take Washington. I think Washington's still playing well, and I think – as we know, Kirk Cousins plays with the chip on his shoulder, mm-hmm. and that guy freaked out this week. He did. So I'm going to go with Washington, and I'm going to get my points. Yeah, I think Arizona's kind of thrown in the towel. It seems like that's how they're playing. I watched some of the Atlanta game. They were in it in the first half, and then they got down 10, and they kind of just shut her down. Yeah. So I uh, look for Washington to get this win, too. I like that, Hank. Next up, 425 kick. Giants travel to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Antonio Brown might be my favorite player in the entire NFL to watch. He plays every play like it's his last play. You know what I'm saying? Like you see some of these other uh, wide receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, let's take him for example, or I don't know, maybe Dez. Like they play when they kind of want to play. Antonio Brown plays every play. Every snap, man. God, you got to love this dude. Pittsburgh, minus six. Total, 49.5 against these Giants. I'm going to keep rolling with Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. And, I mean, 
those that that's firepower in itself. How could you go against it? So I'm going to go with them. Giants are pretty banged up, and um, I feel confident that Pittsburgh's going to come out with that. Yeah, the Giants' defense has been a lot better this year, but it's going to take a lot to slow down this offense. I don't think they can score enough to keep up with it. I like Pittsburgh minus six at home, and I'm going to lean under the 49 and a half, just right at the number 48. Next up, this is this is the game I really I'm worried about the Panthers here. So Seattle back home. Panthers two weeks out in the West Coast. Seattle just got trounced by Tampa Bay. Whew. They want to redeem themselves. The number is light of a touchdown at six and a half, which I like a lot. Total is 45, Hank. What's your feeling here? Seattle's going to win this game. Keekley will be back, and that will be excitement for them, hopefully. Let's hopefully, hope he's yeah. back. Um, but – unfortunately, for the reasons that you just said, they're going to have a problem with Seattle. It's weird about Seattle. When Seattle's on the road, they don't play up to their standard. But when they're at home, dude, you don't want to mess with them. They're a different different squad. I love Seattle. This is my second play. A good parlay would be to take San Diego and Seattle, two-game parlay, put them on the money line, then bet the number two. Go buy you some Christmas presents with those winnings, all right? Yeah, doggy. <laughs> Last but not least, this is the game that I wanted to ask you about, Hank, because I've got Andrew Luck as my starting quarterback. Coming off the concussion, he's been clear to play. So, Andrew Luck is back. They're traveling to the New York Jets, where the Jets' defense normally is pretty dang good. T.Y. Hilton, questionable. They don't know if he's going to play. Andrew Luck should play, as I mentioned. Indianapolis is a one-point favorite on the road. And the total is 49.5, which makes you think Vegas thinks there's going to be a lot of points, which means a lot of fantasy points. But can I trust Luck if i got to have a win? Can I trust Luck in this spot without T.Y. on the road? He's been my horse all year. I think that Indianapolis – let's take it out of fantasy. I think Indianapolis is going to win. Okay. okay let's, let's take that out of there. Okay. Um, I like Andrew Luck as a quarterback. Has he? How many goose eggs or how many eggs has he dropped on you in fantasy this year? I mean, he's had he had one or two, not terrible ones, but just not great ones, like mediocres, and the right. rest have been solid, solid. I would continue to stick with the horse I've been riding. Yep. All right, because then you're gonna mess up your system. He's gonna be he'll end up scoring thirty, and you're gonna oh, not I, make the playoffs, and I I'm would, gonna laugh in your face. Oh, it would be terrible, so terrible. Um, and on the other side for the Jets. Any starters there? Matt Forte, who did you have Matt Forte at one time? No. He started off the year with a bang. It seems like he's kind of disappeared, like the whole Jets offense has kind of disappeared. Any guys you would start there? Brandon Marshall, obviously, is going to be in your lineup. Forte, anybody no. else besides that? That's it? No. Yeah, I, I think that Brandon Marshall may be the only one, and he's yeah. just trying to save his car now. You're right. Yeah, that's funny, that bet. Yeah. And- Can you, Matt, we were talking about how fast is this season gone? Does it? I mean, I just remember it just starting. It seemed like it just started a couple of weeks ago. and now So we're, much optimism. Yes. And we're still playoff chances, though, yep. for all of us. Yeah, and that's, right that, that's it. Is, you know, you're, we're playing for the playoffs. Yeah. Then the rest is gravy. Exactly. And, but you got to get in the playoffs. Gotta and I don't in. know about you. Well, I know about you. You've, you've had kind of a dry spell of late oh, and have not been, uh, been playing all that well. <laughs> I, I myself have had a dry spell. In the mm-hmm. playoff department. I just want to get in there and feel it again. Yeah, it's a good feeling. All right, Hank, good job. Fantasy 45, that's a wrap. One quick thing, you know, this is championship week in college football. Hickory, in Hickory, there's always this cool event. It's called the Chili Cotillion. Everybody goes outside. Foot TVs are set up, bunches of beer. There's a band that normally plays. And so they do that right around the 
NCAA championship week in football. So we've got a couple big games let's talk about and highlight a few. Did you hear, though, they can't have a bonfire this year because of the fire stuff? Uh, yep, I did know that. And to be able to do a fire ban to get over it, um, they're talking about having to um, have several days of rain, which today and tomorrow are okay. the only two days. Doesn't look like it's going to rain enough to really? keep the fire. So, you know, that's the only way, A, from five on, you find anybody. That's right. And B, it's the only way that you stay warm if it's cold. Yeah. But the good news is, as people that are throwing it, that will force people to leave <laughs> when they get, get the cold. hell out of here. Yeah. What's the forecast? It's supposed to be 50. Yeah. It's supposed to be nice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's one of my favorite days of the year um you know because you have to set up in the morning which means you have to get out <laughs> there at 10 yeah, and uh drink load the the, a boat <laughs> full of beer so um, such hard I, work yeah, i'm with you i think it's going to be great hopefully the 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 fires will be able to happen yeah i don't think that they'll be able to okay though. i got you we'll keep our eyes peeled on that and we'll we'll hear how warm we have to dress up for dress Saturday. Warm. Dress warm, thank you. So Friday, this is a big game. Colorado, this is the Pac twelve championship. Remember it's Friday, not Saturday. So Friday night at nine PM Washington, if they win, I think they're in that Final Four. We'll see. But they've got to beat a tough Colorado team. Washington, a seven and a half point favorite. The total's fifty seven and a half, Hank. Washington I think looks great. They do. And I I think that they actually have the fight to get in because with the Michigan loss, everything's kind of up for grabs. It is now, so I, I'm going to take Michigan. I think that they're going to at you least mean Washington. Fight. I mean Washington. Yeah. I'm sorry. The, they're going to be at least hungry to fight for. It. I think Washington wins this game, but I've got a feeling Colorado think Colorado will keep this one under the seven and a half. I can see Washington winning by a field goal, something like that. I think this is going to be a great game. This is must-watch must TV on a Friday night at 9 o'clock. Let's move to our Saturday game. This is pretty interesting. There is no conference championship in the Big 12, but Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, they call this bedlam every year, this big, big rivals. Oklahoma State, 10 in the country. Oklahoma, 8 in the country. Oklahoma's 11-point favorite. Total is 77 and a half. I think Oklahoma State covers. I, th- I think Oklahoma State will be able to – they'll make it a whole lot closer than, tw- than 12. So I'm going to take Oklahoma State for show. You know what's funny? The second game of the year, Oklahoma State played Central Michigan, and it was that play that the game should have been over, but they let them replay the, the down of the dude through a Hail Mary, guy caught it lateral. Yep. So Oklahoma State, really, that should have been a win. You know, I mean, all, the refs admitted they blew it. They should be 11-1. and one. But now they're ten and two with this game, so they could be in the hunt for that dang final four. But because of that loss, they're not in it. They're I'll, nine and two, nine and two, right. right? So they would have been ten and one, right? Um, so Oklahoma State, even though that's in their past, I think they win to show us the future. I like Oklahoma State to win this thing outright, plus the eleven, and I would lean over that seventy-seven and a half too. That's going to be a great game. That's twelve thirty kick, Hank. We move straight to our four o'clock kicks, Alabama. Plays Florida SEC championship. This when this game starts, I always feel good because I'm at that chili cook chili cotillion. It's getting colder. You know, all the people are basically there now, right. and the people that have been there since ten, like you and some other folks that get there real early, everybody's feeling good, right? Okay, now. yeah, We're feeling, feeling okay. okay, feeling okay. And then this game kicks into gear. Four o'clock kick. I'm always feeling good at this moment too. Bama, twenty four point favorite. Holy cow. That's not enough. Total 40 and a half. <laughs> their, their football team, their defense, I'm not even 
put their offense in it. Their defense, when you shuffle in three guys a position and they're better than any three guys in the country yeah. at that position, you have a huge advantage. Everybody's fresh. Every, I mean, they are like an NFL. They're like three NFL sure. teams in there. I feel like they're going to curb stomp Florida. It was funny. Today I was listening on to my XM college talk, and they said, I would take Alabama's defense against Florida's offense for a full 40 minutes, and still Alabama line would be minus seven. So they're saying <laughs> the defense would outscore Florida's offense if the offense for Alabama never even came onto the field. I agree. Holy cow, that is some high statement there that, for an that Alabama is a high defense. statement, but that is a great defense. Yeah. They say it might be one of the best defenses of all time in college football. Unreal. Wow. I'll be interested to watch that too. You can't bet Florida. It's impossible. I would lean Alabama minus the 24 and probably I would take the over because I think Alabama might win 40 to three and the totals 40 and a half. You know, I, I can see them getting a special teams touchdown, a pass, a pick six and a fall. That's 21 points for the defense. I could see it happening. Let's see what happens. Let's on see what happens on Saturday. <laughs> All right, buddy. And last but not least, we've got the ACC championship coming to at eight bells on Saturday. The Clemson Tigers roll into where's the championship game this year? You know, I'm not sure. It's normally in Charlotte, but I think maybe they moved it. Ooh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Camping World Stadium. It's in Orlando, Florida. So they moved it because normally it's always in Charlotte, and they moved it this year. Orlando, Florida. Yeah. Orlando, they Florida. 70,000. Wow. So we'll see how many Virginia Tech fans are down there in Orlando, Florida, as they take on the Clemson Tigers. Virginia Tech, a 10-point dog total, 58. Hmm. I haven't really thought about this one. Well, I, I don't think that Virginia Tech has a chance of beating Clemson. I think Clemson covers, um, and I think Virginia Tech scores. Yes, And I, and I think that they're going to hit the over. I think I like the over a lot here. I think this number will come in right at 10. I guess I would lean. Yeah, you got to lean Clemson for sure, but the over 58 looks mighty, mighty tempting. And last, the last night game of the night, the 8 o'clock Big Ten championship game, this game being held in Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, an awesome place to play. I've uh, been through that stadium before. It's incredible. Wisconsin minus one and a half against Penn State, total 46 and a half. Think of what Penn State has done over the last few years. since. Joe Pa, Sandusky. I mean, the guy that is coaching them right now is amazing. I mean, and the kids are amazing. I, yeah. I'm rooting for them, and I think that they, they're playing with more heart than anybody. So I'm going to take Penn State. I think they can win that game. They're a, they're a one, one point, <clears throat> point and a half dog. The whole world's going to be on their side. They believe in themselves. They have a chance. Four years ago, they were going to get the death penalty. Now, four years later, they're in the Big Ten Championship. What a great story it would be. For sure. Yeah, let's root Penn State on all the way. Um, and, Hank, I'll look forward to seeing you on Saturday. And if I need any more Christmas tree advice, I'll make sure I call you tonight. Can, can I ask you a question just please, before we, we deviate from college football? Sure. I saw something the other day on Western Michigan and that guy, P.J. Fleck, Fleck yeah. their coach. Yeah. What a rock star that guy Pretty is. Pretty awesome. A lot, right? of, lot of passion. A lot of passion. Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be some movement in college football this year, right? Some movement in college football, I feel like. With offensive coordinators trying to find somebody in these big programs mm -hmm. to be their defensive coordinators. That guy right there is going to be the one that moves. Right, Purdue wants him. 
which you would you go to a really bad Purdue team, even though they're a Big Ten school, um, or would you hold out for somebody? You know, because there will be other teams that want him, right? And you know, a, a coordinator job. And I'm not saying that it that he get it, but you know, I mean, these people at Texas, these people at you know, there's going to be people out there that are looking for assistance. Mm-hmm. That they're going to try, but he'll stay out for a head job, sure. of course. Yes, but yes. it's going to only move a Purdue guy to a big program. You know, it's only going to start right. shuffling the cards a little bit. But right. that guy, I watched about it. That guy, it's intoxicating yes. how excited he is. Exactly. I completely agree. Yeah, brings a lot of enthusiasm. That's what you need as a college football coach or any coach, really. Bring me some passion and some motivation. You can get the dudes to do what you want if they believe in you and believe that you know you're there. For them and right. for to win, you know that's what we're here to do is win and win. yeah. So anyway, yeah, he's an awesome story. Sorry so, to cut you off there. Oh no worries, no worries. So uh, that'll wrap it up today, buddy. Um, you know, next week when we come to you, it's playoff time. So we might have a special guest. I haven't oh, talked. I haven't, yeah, I haven't talked. I haven't about, even heard of this. Yeah, this is kind of breaking news. It happened a little bit before the show today. So we might have a special playoff guest. So, anyway, you guys, make sure you tune in next week to the Fantasy Formula, our Fantasy Playoff Edition. Can't wait. Yes, Hank. Have fun. I'll see you on Saturday. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.